0: B2B Wins podcast number 16, Measuring Marketing Stuff. How do you make sure you get the outcomes you want? Read by Steve Zaker. I saw a poll on LinkedIn that asked what the primary metric should be for B2B marketers. It was the normal list of easy-to-measure activities, leads, traffic, MQLs. Pick your favorite. It was probably there. I don't think it was a serious question. I think this is one of those clickbait questions designed to gather the names of people who click on things. But it did get me to thinking about marketing metrics. This is an age old discussion amongst marketers, stakeholders, and others on the leadership team about what really matters in marketing. One, the big categories. One might think that the big marketing measurement categories revolve around the key activities of marketing. I would simplify it even more. In my mind, the two big categories of metrics are brand metrics and business metrics. Marketers struggle with this. Most of the stuff that's easy to measure are the things that really assess brand strength and the real business sort of metrics we often associate with sales. Therefore, shouldn't marketing stick with brand metrics? This feels intuitive to marketers because, quote, the brand is the business, unquote. To that, I would say bullshit. Yes, the brand is the entirety of everything everyone feels about your business. The effectiveness of attracting people to our digital properties depends on brand recognition. But we have to keep in mind that the brand is not the goal not even for marketing. The brand is a means to an end. Brand metrics don't pay the bills. Business metrics are the things that can be tied directly to the company's ability to pay the bills. These are generally activities that directly affect the company's ability to generate revenue. What's most important in all of these is not the metrics. It's more important that you have a management framework that keeps your business focused on the right things. If you have the right framework in place, you'll always have the right metrics. Two. Let's start with brand metrics. Companies with strong brands have an easier time of attracting folks to the digital properties than those with weak brands. So marketers rightly focus on building strong brands. Brand oriented metrics should measure the ability of the company to attract the attention of the right people. The good news is that there's tons of measures about the ability of your brand to attract interest. The brand metrics are often focused on things like website traffic, social engagement, top of funnel conversion rates, and similar measures. Are these the right metrics? Yes, as long as they support your strategy. See more in the framework discussion below. Also a note of caution, beware of the metrics that don't really matter. And by that I mean the metrics that are not actionable. Now I'm about to pick on one, so if this is your favorite, I'm not picking on you, but it's a bit of a pet peeve of me. For example, net promoter score has become very popular over the past few years. While it does provide some interesting information, mostly during the process of gathering the information to create the score, NPS doesn't usually provide very actionable insight for the marketer into what the company should do next. It's a snapshot, not an operational metric. Three, business metrics matter more. Business measurements are tied to the revenue cycle. For marketers, these are often the metrics that exist at the bottom of the funnel. I have seen organizations have endless discussions about the difference between a marketing-qualified lead and a sales-qualified lead as if understanding the difference between the two would create value for the enterprise. My guidance to all marketers is not to get too wrapped up in the turf wars regarding where marketing ends and sales and other functions begin. What are the things that you do that are tied to the revenue cycle? the various conversion rates at the bottom of the funnel are critical during long sales cycles understanding what's happening in the sales cycle as visitors iterate between what we traditionally think of as marketing and sales activities will help us help the business and of course for extra credit you know if you want to curry favor with your cfo focus on measuring the R. excuse me the roi of your investments each year and how it contributes to the value that the company creates. That's going to be really important at budget time. Now, could it lead to some idiotic conversations as the CFO questions whether your calculation method is, quote, real and leading to real results? You bet. But at least you'll be having the conversation about value, and that could lead to something good. Who wouldn't love to have a better relationship with the CFO? Four, framework is everything. I am often reminded about this quote by Henry Kissinger, and that is, if you don't know where you're going, every road will get you there. When I find organizations that are struggling to get results, it's not because they have poor processes or metrics, at least not always. It's usually because they have poor priorities. Not being able to decide what's important and what's not makes them incapable of deciding which metrics are going to get them there. You need a roadmap. Now, covering all the details of creating a roadmap for your business is the subject of many books. I'm not gonna cover all that in detail in a single blog post. What I can share are some of the characteristics of such a system that are critical to running your business and choosing the right metrics. First, is there a shared understanding of the goal? Is everyone in the organization on the same page regarding where we're going? Second, is there a shared understanding of the things we're doing to get there? Have we identified the immediate and near-term activities that are going to help us progress towards the goals? Third, is there a process to align the actions of everyone towards those immediate and near-term activities? Is there, say, a regular process, maybe it runs quarterly, that allows all of us to rapidly create alignment across the organization, across all the activities that everybody's gonna do to make sure we're doing the right things? Fourth, is there a regular cadence? Weekly is ideal. And by the way, short meetings, not big, you know, love fests that take all day, where progress can be tracked against the goal, issues can be identified and resolved, and actions can be taken for the coming week. And then finally, rinse and repeat. Every 60 to 90 days, reassess where you're going, create new goals, identify key activities, identify key measures, and move forward. Now this is a very generic framework. It's loosely based on something called the Entrepreneur Operating System or EOS. And this isn't a commercial for EOS. There are literally dozens of such systems. Choose one. Knowing where you're going will make the selection of the right metrics possible. And they'll be your metrics, not some generic internet polls opinion of the right metrics. Five, the best metrics. So what are the best metrics for B2B marketing? And you already know the answer, it depends. It depends on your context. Where are you starting from? Are you an early stage startup that doesn't have a viable brand and makes a little distinction between sales and marketing? Are you a well-established brand with robust capabilities and differentiated marketing and sales? It depends on your goals. What does your framework tell you? It depends on your priorities. What items bubbled to the top? It depends on how things play out. Nothing goes according to plan you're going to have issues, you're going to have to work them. So ignore the polls. Ignore the peer pressure to measure the latest cool trend. Focus on the framework. If you have the right framework, you will have the right measures. The measures will reflect your context, your experience, goals, and your unique situation. Get the framework right, and everything else follows. Thanks very much for listening. Take care.